0: I used to be nervous, but it's gone. Roll the footage. (laughs) Welcome back everybody. I'm Simon Severino, your host. And today we have former Shank Tank business lawyer turned business growth strategist, co-founder of Fireside Strategic. And we will dive deep into how you can find your white space, why creative CEOs are not focused and what to do about it, and why your odds of growing dramatically are lower without external support. Welcome everybody, Dan King.
1: Great to be here with you, Simon.
0: Super to have you here and so relevant talking white space and business growth. But before we go there, what are you currently creating?
1: So at Fireside, we are enablers of creativity. You know, we work with a very special kind of CEO. There's a CEO out there that we call creator CEO. These are the people that are changing the world. They want to build the next unicorn. They're very ambitious. They want to build that billion dollar company. And they see ways to build a different world, right? They're like Steve Jobs. They see a creative way to build a better world. But every gift has a shadow side. And the thing with creative CEOs, or what we call creator CEOs, is that they see eight new possibilities simultaneously, and their team is moving in eight directions at once, and everything gets very confused and messy. So what we've created is a solution for this problem. We enable creativity. We help creator CEOs find the one possibility, the one way to grow their business that is going to produce the highest ROI, that is going to be the best use of their team's gifts, that Outcompetes right? The people that are, are up against them in the market. There is this one space, the promised land, the white space, right, where their business shines the most and every tactic in the world isn't going to be effective until you found that white space really help creator CEOs nail it so that their creativity can flourish and change the world.
0: Are there other types of CEOs? If you say creator CEO, are there different types?
1: Yeah. One of the things we've noticed, we've met over 100 CEOs over the course of growing our business, and we think that there's a spectrum. On one extreme, there's the creator CEO. So there's the person who maybe isn't the most focused, but they're very creative. They see all kinds of new ideas. They're very mission driven. And then the other extreme are what we call engineer CEOs. So these tend to be more analytical. They tend to be professional CEOs as opposed to founders. They tend to be very focused They're good at making the trains run on time. They're good at building an assembly line that's effective, but they aren't as creative. They don't see as many new possibilities. Now it's a spectrum. So you'll find some CEOs have a lot of both in them, but we've found that virtually every CEO we've met, we can characterize them. We can plot them somewhere along that spectrum of engineer versus creator.
0: I love it. And so, yeah, tell us, of. People, recent recent projects and what the problem was and how you tackled that
1: yeah so you know our, our clients run the gamut from about a million in revenue up to the, the multinational level and one of our clients recently was a division of a ratings agency it's actually one of the largest financial services companies in the world and they worked with us because they wanted to enter a new market. They wanted to break into environmental and social governance the ESG space. And they were so confident, they've been so good at what they've been doing for so long. This is an old, well-established company, but they're entering this new world of ESG and they're really uncertain. They don't know what their white space is within ESG. They don't know exactly where they can outshine the competition. And so it was quite remarkable to see the C-suite of a company like this that are so used to being confident admit, this is so important, they admitted that they didn't know the answers. And the truth is we didn't know the answers either, but what we can do is figure it out for them we can do that detective work we can do the deep research to help them find their white space and when we did they were well ahead of the competition and at this point they're leaving them totally in the dust because they did the work of humility and then the work of understanding all right this is our identity in this space this is how we can shine the best strategically
0: White space seems to be your definition of in this field, there is only you or in this field, nobody can compete with you.
1: Yeah, so it's a place in the market. Let's get clear on exactly what a white space is, Simon. A white space is a place in the market where you can usually, especially if you're a service business, you can charge the highest prices where your gifts, so the things that your team does, those gifts shine the brightest. Um, You are able to very clearly articulate your value proposition. You're able to very clearly articulate who you serve. All of these things come together in one space called the white space. And you know, classically, when we're taught to build a service business, we're taught about the importance of finding a target market. And I think that that's helpful, right? Some people are able to take that advice and run with it and find the target market. But part of the challenge is the target market You're not going to learn the target market until you learn your own identity. You need to do some market research, but you also need to do some research on yourself. You need to understand what excites you and your team. And so this white space is like target market on steroids, right? It's the place where you earn the most money and you earn the most spiritually, right? It's where your gifts are going to just change the world the most powerfully.
0: Uh, And do we start with white space? Is it a process to find it?
1: Yeah, it's definitely a process. And so you need to start by admitting you don't quite have it. You know, if growth is kind of hard for your business, if it isn't flowing without you doing anything, you don't have your white space. That's the kind of first sign that you don't have it. But the great news is that it exists for every business that we've worked with. There is a place where your business, whoever you are, can shine in the most powerful possible way. But the first clue is, is growth hard? Do you find each sales call challenging? Do you find lead generation hard? Like growth shouldn't be hard. If growth is hard, it's not effortless. It means you haven't found your white space yet.
0: And um, what are three books that inspired you as a creator?
1: Yeah. So, you know, one of my favorite books that I read recently is called Wanting by a guy named Luke Burgess. And it's about mimetic theory. It's about this. It's about understanding why people want the things they want. So if we're in business, we're we're psychologists. We need to understand why people want things. And the book is about the fact that we want things other people want. Human desire comes from other human desire. It doesn't come from just within us. Most of the time, if we want something, it's because someone else has modeled that desire for us. We want what others want. So it's a brilliant book on on understanding that deep, deep truth. Um, Another book that influenced me is The Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt. I think he's one of the leading psychologists in the world today. It's all about why people think what they think. So, you know, we spend all this time on the Internet uh, talking about politics and religion and business and all these controversial subjects. And we can come up with these really smart ways to defend our point of view, to make it seem like we've thought it all through. The Righteous Mind demonstrates that, yeah, like we all have a smart inner lawyer within us, but the reason we think things, well, it's it's emotion in the end. We start with an emotional notion within us, uh, and then we rationalize it afterwards. So all human thinking ultimately comes from emotion. Much more of it comes from emotion than logic. Even though we seem to be logic, we're always rationalizing after we've decided what we believe. What we believe comes from emotion. And the third book is a work of fiction that I'm just loving right now. It's called The Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. And it's about two kids in World War II New York City who create comic books. And these comic books are, you know one of them is an immigrant Uh, who's escaped the Holocaust and his family, unfortunately, are, are stuck in it. And he's in America and he wages war against the Nazis through creating comic books. And these are comic books in which a, a hero uh, is fighting the Nazis. And he sells these comic books, ultimately becomes you know a business titan while he's still waging this war in the only way he can, because he's not in Europe. And it's such a powerful book about the role of imagination in our lives, um, about the relentless pursuit of a mission, all, all lessons that are super helpful for building businesses.
0: Tell us about your team. How. How many are you? How do you, how do you run things?
1: Yeah. So we are a team of four at the moment and, you know, at at Fireside we are, we're lean. Um, we work with a very small number of clients. That's important. You know, when we first started the business, we had a lot of clients and I realized that wasn't our white space. I realized our gifts are best used for a smaller number of clients at very high price points you know, serving at an extremely high level and being very selective about who we serve. If someone isn't a creator who has the potential to, to change the world, they're just not the best fit for us. And it's hard, you know, when you're growing a business and cash flow matters to to say no to some work, but it really sets you free when you get to that point. You don't need to build something that other people tell you to build. You build ultimately what's best for you, right? And what's best for us is You know, not a business that's ginormous, but a business that serves at a very, very high level for a very small number of clients.
0: You also run a podcast. Why did you start a podcast?
1: So we started the podcast, to be really honest with you, Simon. We didn't know. We had no idea what we were doing. You know, we started our business as the pandemic began and we had we had done all this research about what our business was going to be. But the pandemic changed the world and it disrupted our business model. And we thought, geez, we have no idea what we're going to do next. But we know it's going to be serving businesses somehow. Maybe a podcast is a way to meet people, right? Maybe a podcast is a way for us to start to meet business owners and CEOs and just understand how we can serve them. So we really didn't know what we were doing. The pandemic struck and we were thinking, we want to tell some stories of some business leaders that are leading well in the pandemic and who really care about their people, who are finding a smart way to bring their business and their people through this really challenging period. So be very honest with you, we didn't know what we were doing. We were kind of, yeah, almost had a feeling of hopelessness because we had done all this work to think about what our business was going to be. And then we launched the week that the pandemic struck. So everything changed and our podcast was it was like a, a, a yearning for connection at the time. It was like, we just need to meet some people that maybe could be clients and maybe they'll help us figure out what our business is. And lo and behold, that's what happened. Uh, but it was started without, uh, without the sharpest strategy in mind.
0: And, and now you are doing it. And how, how is now the format and the, the uh, philosophy?
1: So the, the philosophy today is about celebrating creator CEOs now that we've realized that's our white space, right? We want to celebrate creator CEOs who care about people, ideas, and mission. They don't just want to build a business for the profit. They want to build a masterpiece, right? And so today on our videocast, the fireside chats, we create a warm, calm, mindful place to have conversations with creator CEOs to learn about how they're changing the world. And it's such a blessing to be able to learn from people like that. You know, I, I always encourage people, if they have any interest in doing it uh, and they're building a business, start a videocast or a podcast, because it's a beautiful way to meet people. We all like to tell stories. And so you can invite some phenomenal people on and you'll be surprised, even when you're first starting out with a podcast or a videocast, be surprised at how easy it can be to get brilliant, incredible people that you can learn from on your show. And that learning, that'll stay with you forever. Even if you get no business from it, the opportunity to speak to incredibly brilliant minds, it's life changing.
0: You can pick one person when everybody zigs, this person is zagging. Yeah. But from your perspective, they're doing the right thing. Who do you pick?
1: Yeah. You know, I'm going to throw it a name. You you may know this uh, because he's in JBMM with us, Simon. I'm a big fan of Sean Johal so sean really really thoughtful guy who you know he's in the business coaching space and sean works with business leaders that really want to grow their companies and some of them you know they want to do it tomorrow they want to move fast what i love about him is he brings mindfulness to the table he has his clients meditate he has them slow down it's very easy for those of us that are hard charging in business to want to like run ahead and and conquer the world tomorrow What's so smart about Sean is he appreciates the need to balance that instinct for aggression with calm and thoughtfulness and mindfulness. So I love that he had, he has CEOs meditating while he works with them. Mm-hmm. And I, you want to talk about an example of zagging, right? I I love that.
0: I love Sean. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago. I I love him. And I've been on his summit uh, where you have been speaking also. I think. Yeah, that's right. And. Um, Looking forward, what excites you about right now?
1: So there's so much that's exciting, but but one big thing for us, um, you know, we've been building these systems to help creator CEOs, uh, you know, generate more ROI uh, emotionally as well as monetarily and, and build their masterpieces. This system is working so well that we realized we want to help at a deeper level. And so we've been thinking about how can we take our business to the next level? How can we have a bigger impact on creator CEOs and the companies they lead? And one way that we can do that is through a private equity fund. So we can take ownership stakes in the companies that we serve. And um, we just uh, we just did this quite recently with a client. And it's so exciting to partner with them in this deeper way. You know, private equity has for a long time been... Um, Sometimes, you know, it, it varies. Sometimes private equity has been less about partnering with a company and more about taking the assets from a company. And we think that there's a very different kind of private equity where we can be deeply, deeply invested in our clients' journeys for the long, long term. And so, you know, we're, we're doing it with a small number of clients, got to be absolutely the right fit, got to be a creator CEO who we know we can really serve. But When you combine consulting with private equity, it's a very, very powerful combination to change businesses for now and forever.
0: Yeah. What are podcasts that you like listening to?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, you know, uh, most recently I have been enjoying um, conversations with Tyler. That's probably my favorite. So Tyler Cowen is a very nerdy economist in the Washington DC area who interviews some of the most brilliant people in the world. And the level of research he does is mind blowing. He learns everything about them. Uh, it's the nerdiest interview show you could possibly imagine. And it's for people that are interested in everything. So if there's, you know, you're interested in Jamaican literature to food, to economics, he will interview a guest who's a leader in that field, and he will learn everything about the field. And you know, most podcasts these days, especially interview shows, they can be a bit repetitive. Uh, I run one, but I'll, I'll be honest, sometimes it's hard to find new material and it's hard to make sure that the audience learns something from every show. This show, you, I guarantee, no matter who you are, you will learn something if you listen to Conversations with Tyler, every episode. Uh, it's intellectual diversity on steroids.
0: Cool, and um, who should be my next guest then?
1: Yeah, I am going to nominate a friend of mine who I don't think you know. Her name is Joyce West. She is a brilliant uh, leadership and career transition coach in San Francisco with a fast-growing team. She is brilliant at what she does and tons of fun, and I think you two will will hit it off. And I think she'd be a great interview for you.
0: Cool, and if somebody's listening and go. I am a creator CEO and I want to be picked as one of the few clients that Dan and his team work with. Where can they find you
1: so they can go to www.firesidestrategic.com. That's firesidestrategic.com. You can take a look at our main page and you can take a look at what we do in a bit more depth. And if it's interesting to you, you can apply for a call. There can tell us about what your business is doing. You know we we work with companies a million in revenue and up usually between a million to to 50 million or so um usually it's a creator ceo who finds that growth just isn't coming as easily as they would like and so if, if the language today resonated with you if that's something that you'd like to explore if you'd like an objective third party who can see the back of your hair who can see what you're doing wrong who can give you that very very direct feedback and help you build your company into what you know it can become, then take a look at firesidestrategic.com. Take a look at what we do and apply for a call there.
0: Thank you so much. Dan King, everybody, firesidestrategic.com. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your journey with us. And please
1: come back soon. Well, thank you for having me, Simon. Always a pleasure.
0: Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274
1: templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one Sprint Coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.